Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Thanks to our one and only Governor of Talk Radio, Cliff Kelly. This is America's Heroes Group, our roundtable with our Secretary of McDonough's Office of U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Today is Saturday, March 25th, 2023. March is Women History Month. Our host you just heard was Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Cleveland, the co-host. Is that producer is Glenda Smith. Our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have a panelist with us today, a very great, great guest, Michelle Spivak. She's a senior communications officer for the Veterans Health Administration of Office of Communications. And we're going to talk about VHA food insecurity, food insecurity, how it affects veterans and what can we do about it? To give you some background about Michelle, she is a journalist in broadcast and print media, years of experience working with VSOs, veteran service organizations, directing marketing, funding, communications and program development. She has been with the Department of Veterans Affairs for 21 years, which includes her work at the Washington, D.C. VA Medical Center, where she was the director of communications, the congressional liaison and chief of the patient advocate office. For the, for the past eight years, she's been serving her current role. So how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully. How are you today? Great. So tell us, what exactly is food insecurity, and how does that impact people's health? You know, uh, first of all, let me just say thanks for having us. Uh, for me, uh, it's a pleasure to join you and to speak to your audience about VA health care. Uh, food insecurity. The U.S. Department of Agriculture says that Food insecurity is a lack of consistent access to enough food for an active and healthy life or a household with an economic level and a social condition that limits or has uncertain access to adequate food. Across the U.S., hard to believe, but an estimated 10% of U.S. households are food insecure, and that's about 13.5 million Americans. Wow, that's really that's really amazing. That is also very startling and saddening. Um, one one research report showed that veterans have a seven and a half times greater risk of experiencing food insecurity than non-veterans. Um, that's a little bit disconcerting. So tell us, let's give us some some background. Uh, so what does it look like for the veteran? What is food insecurity? How does it occur for a veteran, someone who served the country? all of a sudden is finding themselves in a situation where they're, they're basically facing malnutrition? Well, you know, that's a great question. Actually, the risk factors for food insecurity are exactly the same uh, for veterans as they are for the general public. So one of the factors is to have a lower socioeconomic stat- status. Basically, you're living at the poverty line or below. Uh, underemployment or unemployment situations that happen to all of us occasionally can get you into a situation where you are faced with housing costs that you can't meet, inflation that's difficult and challenging, um, increased food prices, and then all kinds of stressors that you might have in your personal household. So those are the types of things that happen to every American at some time or another if, if they are unfortunate, and that happens just is often to veterans. And the sad thing is I've been talking to a lot of people that work at food banks and food depositories, 
And what I've been hearing is that there has been an increase of, of people needing food, healthy food particularly. So the food lines are getting longer. People are feeling uh, the pressure of inflation. And it's something that really has impacted people, veterans and non-veterans alike across the country. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. tell me. And, and that's really true. Mm-hmm. So many times people are only have enough money to pay for the unhealthy foods, you know, and those foods lead to obesity. And then you have numerous health problems that are caused by obesity. You could have cardiovascular disease. You could get type 2 diabetes. Uh, so you could go down this slippery slope of really having challenges to your life because of food insecurity, and our country needs to address it. One statistic that was on the VA's website that I noticed was that veterans, particularly when they're first-year veterans, are three times more likely to require uh, food assistance or SNAP benefits, so basically food stamps for the most part. Can you have, do you have a sense of that, and can you walk me through that that problem? You kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Well, I can't tell you the, da- the data. I don't have that at my fingertips. But I can tell you that veterans are, a certain segment of veterans are suffering from food insecurity, and we're very concerned at the VA, and we're addressing it by actually establishing an office that deals exclusively with this issue. And we are putting together teams, both of the professionals in our organization that deal with homelessness, mental health, uh, that deal with uh, social work services, nursing, so that we can help these veterans in a collaborative way. And we're also reaching out to build partnerships with federal agencies like DOD and USDA and with community organizations that are focused on helping people who have food shortages, who are nutritionally challenged, who have challenges with accessing good quality care, good quality food in their neighborhood. Uh, So we're building coalitions, and we hope that that will also help to support not only veterans, but the greater community. So what is nutrition security? What exactly is that? Well, it's the opposite side of food insecurity. So when you think about nutrition security, you're talking about what um, the U.S. Department of Agriculture would say, a consistent, equitable access to healthy food, safe food, and food that's affordable the foods that are essential to people for their health and for their well-being. And so um, what we're hoping and what we are working toward is ensuring that all veterans have security in the access to their food. We want to support people throughout all their stages of life, uh, but particularly we're concerned with veterans who may have complex health conditions on top of having food insecurity. So when people are going to the food banks and going to um, different other resources because of inflation, because of the problems that we have in our economy right now, what is the VA doing about this issue as far as uh, nutrition security? How does the VA help people get access to affordable, nutritious food? Well, one thing we do, 
I'm really proud of this. I think it's a wonderful program that we have is we have food banks at 62 locations across the country. And these food banks are staffed by VA employees and volunteers. We always love our volunteers. And veterans can come to these food banks to collect food if they need. And we hope that uh, our partners in the community will help us to access food sources, fresh food, local farmers, food that could be delivered to our food banks so that we can expand these programs and grow them across the nation. And then when people go to these food banks, what's the experience like? Do they have to show need? Do they have to have any kind of special, um, do they have to bring a DD-214 in order to get access to these food banks? Well, it's for our enrolled veteran population. It's definitely for people who are already getting their health care at a VA. So we, we do hope that as many veterans as possible who aren't using VA, and you know, there are quite a few veterans who haven't been, who haven't enrolled to, for VA care yet. We hope that they will consider going to the VA and exploring all the different services that we have to offer them, not only for um, health care, but for um, employment opportunities and for mental health care and for various services that will improve their well-being in general. And then you also mentioned in some of the information you brought to us was that people can volunteer and people can get involved. Tell us about that process. How do people get involved to help the situation? Well, every hospital across the country would welcome volunteers. We have voluntary service offices, and there are many, many ways that people can volunteer. They can not only come to our facilities and keep veterans company and help transport them throughout the facilities, but they can help with blood drives that we run on a regular basis. Uh, When it comes to nutrition, we do wish that people will visit our website, which is www.nutrition.va.gov slash food insecurity. And there they will see a lot of the different resources that we offer. And they can consider also looking at the volunteer opportunities to help veterans. Let me ask you this personally. How long have you kind of looked at the issue of food insecurity and your professional career? Because you worked in communications, you've done things in media, you've done things with veterans organizations in the VA. So how, how yeah, focused I'm really have you been? I'm really proud of all the things that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I absolutely love, a program that I ran and, and helped to coordinate with our social work service team and um, other teams at the VA Medical Center in Washington, D.C., was the uh, homeless outreach program that we did every year, where we welcomed veterans to come to get warm clothing, to get food, to get medical treatment. And in that case, we were encouraging them to come whether they were enrolled or not enrolled. And so that's one of the programs that I'm very proud of. Our every, every area of our hospital participated in our homeless programs and uh, particular outreach event was one where we transported people from homeless shelters and from the street over to our hospital. And they do that all across the country at all of our facilities have a homeless, they call it the homeless stand down. Um, But day in and day out, we reach out to homeless veterans and hope to 
find them housing, get them the food and the health care that they need, and improve their lives and get them on a path of independence. I'm glad you talked about that because a lot of people that are in the veteran community, particularly if they're homeless, may not have the DD-214, may not have uh, been enrolled into the VA system. Is it an easy process to get enrolled for a person who's homeless? How would you describe that process? Well, that's a great question. I'm not an enrollment person, so I'm not 100% certain what the process is. But I can tell you that if there is a veteran that seeks to be enrolled in VA, we will do our best to assist them. If they can't find their DD-214, there are people that will help to find the paperwork and the, um, the support that they need to, you know, to start the process of enrollment. No, no one should be discouraged or concerned about the paperwork. They should go and seek the help because there are people there that will help them. Glad to hear that. And then also, in this particular economy, because of the fact you've had a lot of experience with homelessness, you've had a lot of experience with people that are in the VA system, people that are food insecure, how would you compare this phase of the of, of history, I guess you could say, that we're going through right now? Because inflation has been a big problem. Many people have been talking about this in social media, about the fact that food is expensive. And people are starting to cut back, um, hopefully cutting back to unhealthy stuff versus the healthy stuff. But people are a lot of people are facing food insecurity, and particularly in the veteran community. Like what I mentioned before, those new veterans that are just brand new out of the right out of service, you know, getting their first year, trying to find their their career, finding their new career in the civilian life, are facing a food insecurity. How would you rate, or how, and from your personal perspective, how would you rate this particular time in history? Is this as bad as any other time you've seen? Is it worse? Is it better? Well, I wish I was a historian and I could answer that question. Well, just for in your, you, well, just but in your, not. just in your personal experience, just, from, from your yeah, personal experience. Yeah, you know what I think? I think we're at an, a really, we're at a very important place when it comes to VA resources because we have a great budget. Uh, we have a, a very, very good budget that the Congress has allotted us, and I think we have the resources to do a lot of good for veterans. And I encourage veterans and their family members to seek VA support. We have many programs that will help veterans, and we are we are opening our doors to veterans. Uh, you probably already know about the PACT Act mm. and how many new veterans can apply to be screened for toxic exposure. So there are many things. I, th- I think this is a time when veterans are being appreciated and when the veterans' budget is is good and we're going to be able to help many, many veterans. Hmm. And then tell me, how did you get involved with food insecurity? What sparked your interest in it? How did you kind of get become an expert in this particular topic? Well, I wouldn't say I'm an expert in the topic, but I appreciate your saying that. <laughs> what I would say is I'm somebody who had... A, a deep concern even as a younger person about homelessness. And when I worked at a veteran service organization, we worked with a shelter in DC and we supported the veterans there. We brought food and clothing to them and we integrated them in some of the national events that were taking place 
at the nation's capital. For example, we brought groups of homeless veterans from the shelters to participate in Memorial Day and Veteran Day services at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Walk. So I guess it's always been a passion of mine, an interest of mine, and I'm very, very hopeful that with the success we've had at VA in housing veterans over the past few years and reducing the number of homeless homeless veterans, that this will continue, that this trend will continue. What is What do you think are some of the, the main um, uh, strategies or tactics that the VA has used to reduce homelessness across the country? Because that's one thing that is a good thing that's happened in the last few years. Homeless numbers across the veteran population has de- decreased but from what we've seen. What are what are the success stories in order to make that to make that happen? Well, again, uh, it's not my area of expertise, but I can tell you that uh, the homeless the homeless program leadership that we have are going by. They're using what's called the housing first model. So they're encouraging veterans first and foremost. They're trying to get veterans housing, and from there to proceed to get them the services that they need. Uh, could it could be health care, could be support in getting employed, uh, could be mental health services. So the Housing First program is the program that is really helping to reduce the number of homeless veterans on the street and house more veterans. Over 38,000 veterans last year were housed through the VA program. Wow. And then so if someone sees a, a person on the street who identifies themselves as a veteran, maybe they have a Vietnam veteran cap on or they have uh, a Vietnam um, or military uh, jacket on or, or BDU on or pants or something like that on, and they say, okay, were you in the military? And you have a conversation, you find out this person is homeless. What would you say to that person who to encourage them to try to help that veteran get help? Well, that happens to me. I'm sure it happens to, to many of you, many of your listeners. I'll see someone who is uh, on the street and asking for for change or something, and I'll say I'll give them my card and I'll say, "Are you a veteran? If you are, um, you need to get to the VA. We will help you. There are programs for you." I always encourage people that I see who are homeless, if they are veterans, to go to the VA. I think that's very good advice and something that we can all use to help people that we see on the streets all the time because we run across the homeless veterans all the time in our daily lives, particularly if you live in urban areas. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm glad to have you back on our show sometime in the future. I hope you'll come back and be a guest again. It would be my pleasure. This is America's Heroes Group. We just talked to Michelle Spivak. She is the Senior Communications Officer for Veterans Health Administration Office of communications. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.